This is a podcast where we talk all things food, plant-based food, non-plant-based food and everything in between. This podcast means so much to me and Greedy Vegan. So if you enjoy this episode, please, please like, share and subscribe. I hope you're hungry as there is a lot cooking in this conversation. In this episode, I'm joined by Lydia, who is well known on Instagram for her skin journey, her battle with eczema, and her transformation into a holistic wellness approach to life. This episode focuses on stress, skin, mental health, food, and sleep, and how they're all interlinked to result in holistic wellness. If you struggle with your skin or eczema, or want to be better at holistic wellness, or even are unsure what holistic wellness even is, then this is the episode for you. Let's jump straight in. So I'm really excited today to be sat here with Lydia. Um, So first of all, how are you on this really sunny Friday? Doing great because of the sun. I've had the loveliest walk over the bridge. Thank you for having me. No, you're welcome. So to start off with, I've got some quick fire questions. So I ask everyone these questions just to um, get the listeners to hear a bit more about you and get to know you better. So they're all about food. Pizza or pasta? Pasta 100%. I had pasta last night and it was amazing. Yeah, I agree (laughs) on that. Sweet or savoury? Savoury, always. Juicy burger or overloaded salad? Um, Juicy burger, sorry. Fine. (laughs) Cook in or eat out? Eat out unless my boyfriend's cooking in and then I will gladly eat. Oh, is he a really good cook? He's amazing. He's so good. What's his like signature? He loves, he actually loves pasta making pasta okay um he loves making like healthy alternatives of you know Mm. so like he'll do really nice salmon amazing um, he'll do lovely pastas he's really really good Mm. oh that sounds really good uh rice or noodles oh rice yeah and favorite delivery um dishoom i really love it oh there's one really close to where i live and i always order from there God, I've been to Dishoom once, but I've never ordered it on delivery. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that some, is good some places don't end so well when they arrive. Yeah, oh, yes. Dishoom is good, so I highly recommend. Okay, yeah, it's a good mm. one. Okay, so I want to talk about, firstly, um, your skin journey. So um, from looking at your Instagram and also your blog, which is called Itchy Scratchy, which I love that name. That's mm. really, really good. And <laughs> um, I know that you've struggled with eczema. Mm. Um, so I'd love to hear more about your journey with that mm-hmm. um, and like how you found it, what you found helped. Uh, yeah. Sure. So I feel like I've always suffered from not great skin you know, as a teenager, we lived abroad and I always had, whether it was rosacea or a a rash or spots, there was always something Mm -hmm. that I felt like I had to go to the doctors for. So I feel like I've always had some form of not great skin, Um, but never to the point of, you know, it being life limiting or a total Mm -hmm. difficulty. Yeah. And that changed for me in my kind of early mid twenties around the time that I think I had finished uni, 
you know, become an adult, got into the the real world, yeah. uh, started a job that was busy and stressful, uh, had a new relationship, new kind of everything. Yeah. Um, and so I think my stress levels naturally rose mm-hmm. and I started to notice that I was just itching all over yeah. all the time. And it, to begin with, it, nothing is visible. But over the course of probably a year, I had started to develop rashes across Mm -hmm. my body and was very itchy um and that really started kind of a five-year journey uh where it it started manageable it it spiraled um to a much worse place and in turn so did my mental health and many other things within my life yeah um and then ultimately I was able to turn it around um but at the lowest low my skin became severely infected, you know, mm. head to toe, bleeding, red raw. Um, the itch was just unbearable. I feel like nobody knows what a real itch is. Yeah, It's like having a mosquito bite on every inch oh of God. your body and thinking that everything that you touch and everything that touches you is the enemy. You mm. know, you aren't able to wear clothes or lie in bed or do anything normal because your skin just cannot cope with it. Oh my gosh. Um, And that spread to my face, uh, you know, like private areas, just horrific. Um, And when you're doing like a busy job and you have a social life and you want to go on holiday and you want to do sports and sweat and exercise, for me, it it absolutely became life limiting. Um, And that's what I really try and advocate for now, because Mm. I think people think eczema is just a rash. But for many, many people and an increasing number of people, it's far worse than that. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I did struggle with eczema when I was younger. Mm. Luckily, it didn't carry on for much longer. But I mean, mine will be mild in comparison. But I can remember on holiday, it was a lot, lot worse. And I would be sitting in a restaurant with ice, um, from yeah. the ice bucket on my arms just to try and cool everything down. So I can't even imagine, um, yeah, what you went through. So with this what have you found has helped like what did you do I mean you're probably in a you're in a state of like despair like how what did you do how did you cure it because I mean looking at you now your skin is glowing Mm. and you're Mm. you're wearing clothes and you're happy and you're (laughs) yeah so how have you got to then to now yeah it's it's a great question and I get asked this question you know multiple times a day because people are as you say are in a state of despair Mm. and you really do need help quickly um so for me it I tried everything first of all you know I researched like crazy and Mm. anything that was recommended I did I tried so I tried you know Chinese herbal medicine I tried western medicine I tried no medicine um I tried different supplements different dietaries different Mm. um washing detergents Mm. absolutely everything um and what I ultimately think led to it being fixed and cured was um stress and Mm. you know the way I was talking to myself and the way I was treating myself um but it's it's a bit of everything that Mm -hmm. is definitely what I what I what I think worked for me and also time which is the most annoying answer but this type of thing you know I I spiraled into it over a period of a few years Mm -hmm. and I spiraled out of it you know yeah over a few years as well um so 
from kind of when it was terrible to when I was able to get my life back, I had decided to stop using medicines, mm-hmm. um, i.e. strong steroids, which are topical applied to the skin that you're not meant to use for more than seven days. And mm-hmm. most people with eczema use it all day, every day for, you know, seven years. Mm-hmm. And there's just no kind of GP help over it. So I, I stopped using steroids. I stopped using everything. Um, but that led to my skin withdrawing. So I was suffering from withdrawal symptoms plus infection. Um, and ultimately when i when i realized like actually now this is this is unbearable for me and i remember mm. one time i got the tube and i literally thought i just want to jump in front of it because <gasps> the itch is that bad God. i have got to the point where i'm almost okay with just being like forget this yeah. so at that point i knew okay so I went to my dermatologist and I said, I'll take anything. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Give anything. Me anything. <laughs> so I took kind of oral steroids and medicine um, as well as, and he said, you're infected head to toe. You need to take antibiotics. He put me in touch with a therapist who specialized in stress and skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I actually did use medicine um, and then I was able to focus on kind of the triggers um, you know the right moisturizers to put on your skin the Mm -hmm. right food to take you know the right exercise and then I was able to bring it under control Mm -hmm. and then once I had it under control I was able to wean off medicine and make sure that my you know my stress levels were were good and my mental health was in the best place yeah um and it's been a number of years now where it just hasn't come back you know there might be a day or two where I start to get itchy or there's a rash here and there but I have totally turned my skin around it's it's like a different skin wow I mean that is amazing look that's a huge transformation Mm. and you mentioned um food in that does or did food play a part in calming it down or flaring it up like did food have an effect yeah great question so I actually was able to see a wonderful doctor who I said to him I need to do allergy tests I need to do intolerance tests I think I paid for the kits online I, I, I spent hundreds of pounds I just I began to fear food Mm. and it was almost like because everything I was eating I was immediately itchy afterwards Mm -hmm. I therefore was convinced that I was either gluten intolerant allergic to something um you know I'd have one glass of wine itchy like crazy I'd have a Mm -hmm. pizza couldn't do it um so I began to really fear food and he said to me look forget the tests unless you have a allergy i.e you will go into shock upon eating the food Mm -hmm. Food does not necessarily cause eczema, but it definitely exacerbates it if it's worse. Yeah. So if you, you know, avoid eating anything or, or starve yourself to a point of restriction, you'll be so stressed that your skin will still be terrible because yeah. stress is your trigger. So he said, forget the panicking over it. Um, and that was great advice for me. I still mm. did. And I was lucky enough to get all the blood testing to, to, to include all foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, nothing, nothing came back, but I did, um, try my very best to kind of reduce gluten and reduce dairy and reduce alcohol because it totally was making my skin worse. It was a complete correlation, right? Upon mm-hmm. eating 30 minutes later, my skin was in bits. I also think it was partly in my mind, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that I was fearing food. Um, and what I made a decision to do, and this was after I had kind of taken the more the medication and got it all under control, mm. I knew it still wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to 
to try different you know dietary options mm. I knew that you know anti-inflammatory diet is the best so yeah. caffeine alcohol spicy food which is inflammatory doesn't work on your skin right because that's yeah. that's exactly you know the cause so it took me about six months to to pluck up the courage to yeah. do veganuary which is okay. what I did and I always say you know people say should I try it and I think you do need a period of months where you're gearing yourself up to making a change. Yeah. It's, it's not so easy to necessarily do it overnight if no. you've had a you know an inclusive diet. So I, I knew probably in a, in the summertime that come January I really wanted to try it. Yeah, and I swear to you, my skin, my mental health, my energy levels, like I was on fire. It was amazing. Wow, and it was noticeable. Um. So in a January, I did no alcohol, I did no caffeine, I did vegan. That's a massive jump. Um, and I really, and I don't think I had any sugar. So it was, it was like very, you know, I didn't, there was nothing that was yeah. inflaming me. Um, and I felt the best I'd ever felt, you know, I mm. lost weight, not that that was the intention. I slept amazing. I genuinely was in the best mood. And by the end of the month, my skin was wonderful and I feel like and I then really made a conscious effort to make sure that you know all the meals that I were prepping in the week were plant-based and that I was Mm -hmm. really you know making sure that that was under control um and I feel like my gut reset itself Mm. and I was able I just gave my gut a break yeah and now I can eat anything that I want I can drink anything that I want and my skin does not react so so this is why I say you might only need to make a temporary change mm. to just give yourself a break. Yeah. And then within moderation, should you want to, you know, definitely, hopefully you get to a place where you're not reacting anymore. That is amazing. And I guess with all the medication that you were taking, like that's always hard on the gut as well. So that would have definitely helped the reset. Yeah. That is really interesting. So now you're, you've got it all under control. You eat, when you say you eat what you like, you predominantly plant-based or do you are you more flexible or like what's your diet now so I would say like in the week when we're prepping food at Mm -hmm. work that will always be plant-based like breakfast and lunch for sure yeah if I go out for dinner I will normally order meat or or, you know something that I wouldn't cook at home Yeah, yeah yeah um and that works well for me now yeah having said that I am a very all or nothing person yeah some people are very good at being super you know flexible I am much better at kind of being all or nothing meaning I just don't do it because otherwise it's easy isn't it for for you to creep in different foods and then you realize actually is my diet the best it could be for my skin condition and what my body needs yeah so true so true there is some people are all or nothing some people can do the flexible thing and I just think that one thing I mentioned a couple of times on this podcast is like you don't have to make it black and white like people obviously when you did veganuary you made an extreme jump but that was more for skin benefit just a restart you knew you had to do it and you did it but like people in general they're always like oh I just haven't made that commitment yet and I'm like you don't have to make a full commitment for life like you can you know jump in and out of it you can just do it four days a week three days a week it doesn't have to be so black and white and I think the word vegan plant-based is better because the word vegan scares people and people are like oh my god that's such a commitment and it's not necessarily a commitment like it's not the biggest thing in the world you just have to do a bit of both and that if that works for you then then that's really good I agree 
Um, so going on to, you mentioned a bit about mental health when you were talking about that. How did your mental health, how was your mental health affected during this time? Yeah, um, it's cyclical. So, and it's so chicken and egg, right? Mm. My skin wasn't good, which made my mental health bad because you spend your time staring at your hands or looking in the mirror or every time you go to the toilet investigating every inch Mm. of your body or when you're applying makeup you know you can't help but it's on your mind permanently you know when Mm. people are like dating somebody new for the first time and the guy's on their mind the whole time yeah that was like me with my skin (laughs) yeah um so it's just all-encompassing and therefore it impacts your mental health terribly Mm. um and if your mental health is not good then your skin suffers right if you're not in the best mindset if you're stressed Mm. your skin is the first thing to show that you are stressed um and that's why it's such a hard cycle to break yeah because um it's not just one way and that was the situation I was stuck in right I my skin was getting worse my mental health wasn't good I therefore started blaming everybody else for all you know I blamed other people for my skin Mm. I was convinced it was because of you know other people not being nice to me or whatever Mm. you know and then um my skin probably got worse because of that and then you know in turn it was just cyclical so it definitely got to a super low point Mm. um but when I was able to see that therapist I you know told her everything that was going on in my life and I was effectively waiting for her to diagnose me yeah you know I was like tell me I have anxiety or tell me I've got depression or tell me this yeah and she literally looked me in the eyes and she said you have none of that yeah you everything that you are saying makes complete sense Mm -hmm. the way that you have reacted to xyz thing that happens to you Mm -hmm. is exactly how I would have reacted in fact I don't think you were I don't think you reacted enough Mm. she said you have all the skills to articulate exactly how you're feeling Mm. what's going on what the causes are and actually she was able to give me the confidence that actually I wasn't the problem Mm. you know so whilst it's not good to necessarily blame other people and other things it is and it was helpful for me to learn actually I'm okay I'm just unwell Mm. and there are things happening in my life that aren't serving me that I can just get rid of and in turn I will be fine yeah and actually having somebody say I'm not diagnosing you with anything Mm. you're fine yeah um was was beneficial because clearly you know everybody has periods of anxiety or low mood or Mm. you know everybody has poor mental health at some point yeah and that was just what was going on for me um but she gave me that confidence and that rigor to say I'm completely and can be in control of this Mm. and therefore I'll work to make it better yeah gosh I think with skin because you look at yourself in the mirror girls are also naturally very analytical of themselves it probably became a complete obsession, yeah. which then would have influenced everything. Yeah. And when you went vegan for Veganuary, you said your mental health was better. Yeah. So I'm guessing foods definitely have an effect on your your well-being and your your mental state yeah I um I very strongly believe that I mean we know that is mm. the case and I think we are so bad at helping ourselves aren't we because yeah. we know um what we need to feel good and actually 
and I see this on Instagram all the time people ask questions about how to feel better or or Mm. whatever and really you just need to drink water sleep and eat good food it's like the fundamental basics of allowing you to be alive yeah and yet we forget all of that Mm. um and and it's it's crystal clear for me you know if I just went skiing with my boyfriend for the weekend and I swear it was 90% cheese and wine yeah and it was amazing we had so much fun but you know this week I have made sure that I didn't drink alcohol I Mm. ate incredibly healthy food I Mm. just had great sleep and I feel amazing yeah so we all know yeah, the impact we all it know, has. Yeah. Um, and once you get into a good routine, it's much easier to keep that routine. Mm. Once you go skiing and have that one glass of wine, you end up just like yeah. having the best time. Yeah. And that's great. You know, mm. that's what life is about. Having said that, it's it's more noticeable than ever, in my opinion, the impact that food has on your mental health. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I also think that restricting yourself as well like when you said a routine that's so true like routine and balance is so crucial like if you then start thinking right I need to be super healthy and like not eat anything I want to eat just be really like green 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 fruit vegetables then you're going to stress yourself out with if you're craving something that will probably add stress to you Mm -hmm. which will then cause even like your mental health to be worse your skin to be worse so I think it's definitely balance and routine and moderation I think you know just because you you need to be super healthy doesn't suddenly mean that you can't have chocolate or you know all that kind of thing I think that's really crucial for people to um to know as well like there's definitely balance there some somewhere but yeah yeah I think um eating good food yeah has an amazing effect on your Mm. mental health and then you mentioned sleep Mm-hmm. you said in that veganuary period you were sleeping amazingly did that so eating cleaner did that affect your sleep um yes definitely and again I think it's holistic so knowing that your your diet is good and therefore your skin is is happy mm. enables or in my case at least enabled me to me to sleep well mm. um when my eczema was was really bad I wasn't sleeping at all again I started to fear the bedroom and the Mm. bed because I feel like within 10 seconds of me being in the bed I was itching like crazy it was as though the bed had ants Mm. all in it yeah and so what tended to happen was that I spent you know from 10 p.m till 3 a.m scratching the sheets Mm. used to blood everywhere (gasps) like it used to look like something terrible had happened and then at about 3 p- three a.m. I would go into the shower and I would have a blistering hot shower, which feels like sensational, that relief. Yeah. But it's so bad for your skin. And then at about 4 a.m. I would fall asleep routinely. And then I'd wake up at 7 a.m. for work. Oh, um, my God. And again, you know, the GP said to me, you know, you need a flexible work arrangement where you start work at 11 a.m. or something because yeah. you just need that morning period of sleep given yeah. that you're not sleeping at night. And I did nothing to help myself, right? I Mm. still woke up early every morning and dragged myself to work, you know, in an office building with 7,000 people Mm. saying to me, oh my God, you look terrible. Like what's (sighs) happened? And, And I just wasn't sleeping. And so... And I knew that I needed to be sleeping well in order for my skin to heal, Mm. but I just couldn't. Um, And so again, when I was really ready to, okay, my skin was under control, but actually I wanted, I wanted more than that. 
that was the commitment I made to sleep as well, right? So mm. the lack the lack of caffeine, the lack of alcohol and the right foods at the right time mm-hmm. um, enabled me to, to sleep great. And again, now, you know, it doesn't impact my sleep as much because I feel like, I, as you say, you, you've got yourself a routine and a balance. Yeah. That means that your sleep isn't inhibited. Mm-hmm. Um, but my boyfriend, he, if he has a beer, you know, of an evening yeah I think he's slightly dramatic in it but he really will say like no my sleep is impacted immediately really Mm. my god that's so interesting and he still has like four yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he takes a hit on it but then you said about timing as well like when you eat your food that will affect um your sleep like out of interest like what time would you eat dinner to you know to prevent it affecting your sleep so I like eating dinner quite early Mm -hmm. I feel like as Brits we do that so and you know I have lunch kind of around one o'clock which means by six or seven I'm starving yeah um so I can very happily eat dinner quite early and Mm. then not not need anything else before bed yeah um with my job at the moment like I work quite late which means sometimes when I get home it's like eight or nine o'clock yeah and it's just not the time you want to be having dinner no. and especially normally by that point I'm ravenous yeah I'll have one bite of food and then I feel full yeah and then I can't actually eat a proper meal because mm. I've gone so long without food and then I have one and I get a stomach ache and yeah. it's just again people don't put any thought or effort into when they eat what time they eat how they eat because mm. and i I'm guilty of this, right? You're you're on your phone, you're multitasking, you're working, you're watching TV. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's like the the most mindful thing that you should be doing. Yeah. And thinking critically about like what time would be beneficial before you sleep. Mm-hmm. But people don't do it. What time no. do you have dinner? I'm like 7. Yeah, 7 7:30 I probably eat dinner. My family eat dinner really late. Do they? Yeah, and I really struggle with it. Why? I don't know. I think... Like how late? So 8.30. Oh, wow. Quarter to nine type time. Like really late. And I really struggle with it. I think it's because my dad will get home from work, let's say 5.30. He then wants to go to the gym. He'll kind of come out of the gym, I don't know, seven. And then my mum will probably... That yeah, then food is probably eight thirty. I don't know how or why, but I get home. If I do go home for a weekend, it drives me insane, <laughs> and I want to eat on my own earlier, but I can't do that. It's really antisocial. So yeah, and it does impact your sleep. I think because you've got to think of like digestion as well. That like you need your body to digest the food. Um, yeah, I really struggle with that. But no, here um, seven seven thirty. If it's after seven thirty, I'm like, oh my god, I need to eat now. Like yeah. I begin to, yeah, really want to, yeah, to get mm. food in me. But um, yeah, I think it definitely really affects sleep. And also, breakfast the next morning is really impacted by what time you have your dinner, mm-hmm. because obviously breakfast is the most important meal. And I'm personally a massive breakfast fan. Like I just love it. Mm-hmm. I even notice if I don't have a banana in my breakfast, I'm hungry before lunchtime. Like I, I need my banana in the morning. Like I need to have my routine breakfast um but if you eat late or have a really big dinner then by breakfast the next morning you're not really as hungry so you might have a smaller breakfast which means you'll have a bigger lunch and then maybe a bigger dinner and then it's like a cycle again Mm. so um yeah that's really interesting about sleep 
So um, you've mentioned a few times like holistic. So what would you say is holistic wellness? Like what is holistic? So I learned this from Avino. Okay, I love Avino. I love Avino so much. And I, when my skin was, you know, really bad, my office was right next to a Boots. Mm Mm-hmm. I was their best customer for sure and I tried every cream every moisturizer every emollient and each week I would buy a different brand and try something new Mm -hmm. and Aveeno just worked for me it just did and I think that everybody's different and stuff will work differently for everybody so when I started my blog I wrote about them and they saw it oh wow and they reached out and said do you want to be one of our ambassadors and every other ambassador had like hundreds of thousands of followers and I had like 2,000 followers yeah. <laughs> at the time. And I'm still working with them today. Wow. And I owe them so much because yes, they are a, you know, a brand and they do moisturizer and cleanser and other things, but they are so much more than that. Mm. The research that they do, the, the expertise that they have access to mm. and their commitment to holistic wellness is amazing and it was them who whilst working with you know us as ambassadors Mm. put so much emphasis on learning Mm. and holistic wellness yeah um and that is where I've learned it from and effectively obviously they their their product Mm. is to apply to your skin yeah um but the way that you apply your product mindfully, the way that you treat your body as you are putting cream on, mm. the, the the research behind what's in the cream, the 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 type of people that they want to help, the family element. Mm. So the way that they approach their one bottle of cream is yeah. holistic in that it's every aspect. Yeah. And what they have done, you know, with me is a series of workshops. So one will be on sleep one will be on nutrition Mm. one might be on exercise one might be on stress and and what they have done with me over the course of many years is bring me you know experts in all of those areas and what what that then meant for me was over the period of a few years I had totally done a deep dive into really key aspects of health yeah and ultimately come to the conclusion that you can eat as great as you want Mm -hmm. if you are in an incredibly toxic situation suffering from extreme stress Mm -hmm. that is not health no you can sleep all through the night but if your diet and your exercise is poor that is not health Mm. um and and that is why it's a holistic approach to your mind body and soul meaning Mm. um you you your body you apply nice products you're kind to it but in your head are you journaling are you thinking of you know the right things and your soul like is your heart happy are you in the right place yeah are you surrounding yourself with the right people Mm. and I wasn't getting that right I was treating my body like crap right I was angry at it I was pissed off at it I was Mm. annoyed when really I just needed to like rest and look after myself yeah um and so it's a vino who I am thankful to for educating me um and allowing me to come to that conclusion and therefore when people say you just need to do this one thing 
to achieve wellness. It's just not true. No. Um, and, and I definitely think stress is, is the big one because the industry that I work in, it's aggressive and, you know, mm. like all go and really like high performance and yeah. all of that type of stuff. And that's all great. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that work in that industry are continuously stressed and not sleeping. Yeah. And it isn't health. And that's why you hear of stories of people just dropping dead or, yeah. you know, in really poor, poor form. Yeah, um, so true. You know, that's so true. And I think even with what you've said throughout this episode, like you've spoken about sleep mental health diet relationship without even meaning to we've crossed loads of different things and that's all led to a much happier healthier person so yeah I think that's so true and I think when people say oh I'm gonna try and be healthy yeah the word healthy normally just links to diet Mm -hmm. when actually yeah sleep is really important just resting is really important like I'm really bad for this you know I will I always probably get six hours sleep. I probably should get seven. But I, um, yeah, my sleep will definitely go before anything else. Really? Yeah, I think I just wake up really early. Like I wake up at 6 a.m. And if that means I've gone to bed at 11 or 11.30, I'll still wake up at 6 a.m. And what will you do at 6 a.m.? Gym. So that's, I have to start the day with that. Mm -hmm. And then breakfast. And if I've got a busy day, I'll just wake up earlier. And Mm. yeah, I mean... I'm not very good at resting like I'm quite active I'm quite I'm not very good at sitting still um but you've got to surround yourself with people who are good at sitting still for you to be better yeah that's what I've learned like my boyfriend's very good at just making me sit still he'll take my phone away from me when watching a film just like you need to watch the film and I'm like yeah you're right so I think um knowing your weaknesses and finding out where your health is lacking in any area is really important yeah that's so true my boyfriend tries to make me pay attention to the film as well you know like you'll get to the end of the film and you'll be like I genuinely couldn't tell you what happened yeah and you think wow but then because I do I have like a full-time job and then I do Instagram on the side and it's a lot yeah I I tell myself that sitting you know watching a film and not multitasking by editing a video or something Mm. is wasted time agreed yeah but actually you're right you know you do have to um sit and relax Mm. and and actually I do I feel like I get quite good sleep in that I'm I'm more like eight out seven eight hours and I'm I'm good at that because for me if I go to bed super late then I'll sleep in a bit later and Mm. gym at a later stage yeah um but and this morning was a prime example of this I had I had an early morning appointment and um my bike there was a puncture Mm -hmm. so it meant that I would have ended up super late there so I'm like immediately stressed I'm having to scramble to find one of those uber bikes yeah the whole journey I'm stressed I'm walking around like crazy Mm -hmm. then at the end of the appointment I had to walk home which was like 20 minutes and the whole walk I was walking quickly I was sweaty I was hot Mm -hmm. I was annoyed I was frustrated and that is poor self-care yeah that is that was my body was under stress Mm. unnecessarily yeah you know I I I would have and so because it was so nice and sunny I thought you just need to chill out yeah just need to walk at a normal pace Mm -hmm. and enjoy it so then like when I walked here I walked across the bridge and it was beautiful everybody was taking pictures of you know themselves and and the and the water so I took pictures of myself in the water and yeah it's things like that like 
I walk around like a crazy maniac. Mm. Just walk a bit slower. Yeah. And and actually, I get annoyed at slow walkers because I'm like, well, oh my God. you're obviously not as busy as me. Same. But I think it's 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 um, a negative mindset to get into. Mm. And the better you can be like, do you know what? Everybody else can wait. Yeah. I am not <laughs> speed walking everywhere. Yeah. Just take in what's happening around you. So true. And I think, especially in London, life is so fast paced. I think perspective yeah. is definitely needed. Um, I'm exactly the same. Like if I'm not doing something, I'm like, I'm wasting my time. And like doing Greedy Vegan at, on my own at the moment, although it's manageable, is so super busy. And I'm yeah. like, every night I'm like, oh my God, what have I got to do tomorrow? Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I think, yeah, just perspective, slow it down is probably way more beneficial than watching a film whilst trying to do Instagram, whilst trying to yeah. plan the next day at the same time. Yeah. Like just yeah. take it. Yeah. And also it's about being efficient. Mm. So I know so many people who... I just think I could have got that done in half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that study that say that lazy people are actually the smartest because mm. they're not lazy, they're just efficient with their time in the sense yeah. that they won't do what they what doesn't need to be done. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes we can, we can learn lessons from that. So true, so, so true. So I would like to end on a last question, mm-hmm. which is um, what would be your last meal? I ask everyone this question. Oh, it's so easy. Okay, so it's starter, main course. Oh, sorry. Yeah, starter, main course, dessert. Um, Okay, so it would have to be a Chinese takeaway. I'm so sorry. I know that this is probably not. But I love prawn crackers. Yeah. And um, duck pancakes. Mm -hmm. I love that. So that would be my starter. Yeah. But then if I could do a different main course, I love roast dinners. Okay, yes. My boyfriend cooks them and he Which does an favorite? amazing job. And I really love that. Are you a nut roast or would you be a beef or a chicken? So I love um, nut roast, actually. Yeah, it's, I do. They're so good, especially in certain places where, you know, they just do a good one. Yeah. Um, if we were at home, maybe it would be chicken. And then maybe if it, we were out, we would do something different. Yeah. But I really just love the the Yorkshire pudding. That's my yeah. <laughs> um, and then dessert, I would probably pick like a cocktail over a dessert because I'm not I, yeah. I'm not such a sweet tooth yeah. so I would probably order a lychee martini as my dessert Ooh, to wash it all down that's very good <laughs> cocktail as well it's my favorite cocktail. yeah no that's so good good meal Chinese takeaway have you um have you tried there's a prawn vegan prawn cracker which has just come out oh you'll have to tell me yeah I can't they're called I think they're called cracked but I might no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. They're not called cracked. I'll have to let you know yeah, because do. it's yeah, they've done really well with it. Because I think yeah, prawn cracker is a popular, yeah. popular one. Yeah. But thank you so much. It's been so interesting talking about skin, but everything health, holistic yeah. wellness is definitely yeah. something that everyone needs to think about yeah. because I think no one's perfect. Everyone, hopefully, listening to this will think yeah, I could probably improve on X Y Z. So thank you so much and. Yeah, your eczema journey has definitely been memorable, especially for you, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to you for what you're doing, right? Because oh, you. you're able to educate people to make, you know, people aware and actually just have people stop and think for a yeah, second. I think and I think, good. you know, it's rewarding and you'll be helping people in more ways than one. So oh, keep doing what you're you. doing. And thank you for having me. Much appreciated. You're welcome. I really hope you enjoyed listening to Lydia and hearing her journey through battling with eczema. 
And maybe you learned something about your own holistic health and identified areas where you can relate to this. If you have struggled with your skin or eczema, then check out Lydia on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Lid's Life. Or check out her blog, which is called Itchy Scratchy. What a great name. Lastly, for those who are desperate to hear about that vegan prawn cracker brand that I was going on about, it's called Native Snacks. So go and check them out. Thanks again for listening and see you again next week. Thank you.